You're listening to AskDaryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. AskDaryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 38 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today's question actually comes from uh, probably four or five questions from our church communications Facebook group, which if you want to join, I'll put a link in the show notes for you to join. Uh, we have a lot of people. I think right now uh, we've grown to over 750 members um, and pretty soon we'll be knocking on the door on a thousand members here pretty soon, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, and it, the question that always pops up after you know a few days, every once in a while somebody asks a variation of the same question again. And that question is always, what tools are you using? And so what I thought I'd do today is I'm going to share you my top five tools for social media. And then I'm going to throw in a couple other tools that may not make my top five, but are tools that I'm either A, testing out, or B, just are fantastic, but they are not they don't make my top five, if you will. So these are the top five tools that I don't think I could so much work without, uh, or I'd have to find a really good substitute for that probably wouldn't do exactly what I needed to do. But these tools, uh, they do the trick, and these are desktop and some are mobile tools as well. So here we go. Number one, Canva for work. That's C-A-N-V-A. Canva, and I'm actually talking about the work version, which, by the way, if you're a church, is free. So Canva, if you think about it in a very uh, crude terms, is like a Photoshop, but in your browser. The uh, difference is, is is that it's very lightweight, can move very quickly, um, and of course, best of all, as I said before, it's free, and it lets you really create a lot of great social media posts all inside your browser, then download them, and it keeps it all stored online in the in the cloud. Now, the cool thing about this is is that they have, one, a huge stock photo library for you to pull from that doesn't cost you anything. Uh, you can also upload your own photos. Um, you know, you can also watermark your stuff as well. The other thing is is they have the latest sizes on all social media posts. So if you're thinking, okay, what size do I need for Twitter, Facebook, Facebook cover photo, Twitter profile, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, whatever that is, they've got all that in there. So you just click on the template that you want. And you go and create their graphic, export it, then upload it to your favorite social media network. That is a huge saver of time because I'm not chasing down and trying to remember what the actual dimensions are for things. I just go there, click on a button, and we just go. Uh, so that's a really, really huge time saver. Um, I like it a lot. It's great. They have an iPad app. I don't believe they have an iPhone app. But I know they have an iPad app, and it's pretty good. Uh, I stick with the desktop for the most most of the time because, honestly, it's the quickest way to get in and out and create whatever I need for social media. They also have a really good font library. Um, I think a lot of it is Google fonts. Some of them aren't Google fonts, but they're a pretty good, pretty good library. If you have Canva for work, you can upload your own fonts. So if you have branded fonts that you always use for your church or your nonprofit or your organization, whatever that is, you can upload those fonts to kind of make sure that everything stays on brand, which I think is a really, really, really cool feature. So Canva for work. Uh, that's C-A-N-V-A dot com. And then just click on the Canva for Work button and you can apply to get Canva for Work for your church for free. Number two, Hootsuite. Uh, probably about, I would say about maybe 20 podcasts ago, I did a podcast on Hootsuite versus Buffer, which honestly is our most popular po- podcast I've ever done. I got a lot of people listening to that podcast. And I debated the merits of Hootsuite versus Buffer. And I think both of them have their merits. However, for our needs, 
Hootsuite beats out Buffer. Here are a couple reasons why. One, uh, Hootsuite's calendar tool is really, really superior in the sense of being able to plan out a month in advance and see what all social media is going out from all of our channels. It gives us that good, clean calendar view, which we're looking for. So to really kind of see, okay, this is where stuff's going. This is where our gaps are. Uh, I know that Buffer just introduced one, but for us, Hootsuite right now, the, their calendar view is is a pretty so far a, a superior feature to what I see from Buffer. Uh, two, the other aspect of Hootsuite that I like, other than the calendar, is the fact they have different streams that you can set up, and you can really kind of really target things like people who are searching for a keyword. If you're if you're searching for people who mention the following word, you can do geolocation. You can search for tweets around a certain geographic area. Um, you can really kind of fine tune things and really kind of, you know, you can keep tracks on a, keep track on a hashtag. You can do certain things in there that, in my opinion, are really powerful tools if you really want to manage things across the board. The third thing I really like about it is, is you can actually set up teams and where you don't have to share the passwords to your separate social media accounts. You just basically give them a Hootsuite account and then give them access to the uh, Hootsuite, which therefore gives them access to Twitter and those type of things without actually sharing the actual Twitter password. So I really like that feature. Um, it lets me create teams. If you're running a church and it's got uh, multiple campuses, this is a great way to set it. Each campus is a team, um, and you can kind of kind of dive into those kind of features. But I just think those features are really well done. There's not there are things I don't like about Hootsuite. I don't like the way the URL shortener is done. That there's an upcharge if you want to use a custom URL. Uh, I'm not crazy about the way they handle pictures sometimes. It's a little bit wonky the way that's done. However, at the end of the day, it's still the most f- robust feature set that I found for our tools and what we need. And I also think the analytics that you get um, are also pretty good as well. So you can kind of get some, you can do a deep dive on analytics using Hootsuite. And I think that works really, really well. My number three tool is Grum. That's G U R M, Grum. Actually, it's grum.co if you're looking for it online. And this is a really, really great tool if you want to schedule Instagram. If you want to schedule your Instagram out, uh, as you know, there's not a great way to do that inside the app. And the Hootsuite way of doing it, honestly, I think is uh, not great as well. However, this one is a true interface where you can just go into your desktop, log into Grum, schedule your content. Uh, You can actually manage multiple accounts all inside of Grum. It's a really super easy interface. Just put your content in, add the hashtags, whatever, and just schedule it all out. Also, not extremely expensive. I think I'm paying like, uh, I know, four bucks a month for one account, which honestly is really, really awesome in terms of pricing. Um, Some people say, and I I, I somewhat agree, though, you got to be a little careful. I'm not sure how much longer they'll last in the sense of this violates Instagram's policies i'm not exactly sure because i know instagram wants you to post from inside the app but be honest with you we're using it and it's worked really well for us that's grum that's g-r-m dot c-o number four this is the facebook pages app um while i'm not a big fan of the facebook app or facebook in general however we got to monitor those pages and the easiest way to do that is actually using the mobile app it's the one, one thing i can use on the go if i want to keep my tab, tabs on our campus facebook pages uh, ministry Facebook pages and just see what's going on and just make sure everything's where it needs to be. So the best way to do that on the go for me is the Facebook pages app. I'm afraid I have to live with it, um, but it's the best way to do it right now is the way I see it. Number five, number five is a big one for me, and that is LastPass. I've said before, if you've got social media accounts, you don't want to use the same password for every social media account. It's really simple and really easy for you to do. However, as we know, that can cause you a lot of pain and a lot of heartache if, if that if one of those passwords is compromised and then everything else after that is downhill. So what you need to do is 
is you need to use to like LastPass. LastPass will help you generate unique passwords for each of your social media accounts. And then you, it's all locked together in one single master password. There's also last password for teams, which allows each team member to have their own master password, but to have access to a joint set of uh, passwords and logins that everybody shares. I really like this because if a team member leaves, you can just basically kind of cut them off from this password, just change the passwords, and then nobody has to update anything. It all just automatically updates in the cloud with LastPass. So again, this is a tool I recommend you use, um, especially if you start using social media volunteers or you start having multiple people wanting access to things. What you don't want to do is you don't want to start emailing out the password to people because you know email gets compromised. People get in there, start getting passwords, and before you know it, somebody's email is compromised and then you know it's out in the open. So you obviously want to avoid that. So that's why I use LastPass. I like it a lot. I think it's a really, really solid tool if you want to maintain your passwords and make sure that, you know what, they stay out of other people's hands. All right, a couple of other honorable mentions, if you will, or other stuff that I'm trying out that I really like a whole lot, um, but they don't really make my top five. Uh, number uh, First one is Skitch. Skitch is what we use for mock-ups. Uh, if I'm on a desktop, I want to take a screenshot of something, and then I want to mark it up. Uh, I use Skitch. Uh, it's S-K-I-T-C-H. It's from the same people that make Evernote. Really easy, simple desktop use. Again, I use this tool if I want to like take a screenshot. I want to mock something up. I want to make comments on things on designs we're working on, or uh, it's, or I can even do like a quick layout in there. It's a really simple tool to use, and of course, the cool thing is, is that it's free. Uh, number two, I use Evernote. Evernote to keep all of my meeting notes and all everything, ideas, sketches, whatever it is, keep it all in one single place and it's across multiple devices like Evernote. Again, I actually pay for the, the the pro version because we use it so much. Three is Slack. Slack is what we use versus email for communication because it's super easy to communicate back and forth. It's a chat, but it's like a group chat and you can do multiple channels. If you haven't tried it, download it. It's really, really great. It's helped get our team off of email and get faster communication without clogging up people's email inboxes. And the last one is the Facebook Groups app. Well, again, I'm not a big fan of the Facebook app and Facebook in general. The groups app is actually a really good way for me to keep tabs on all the groups I'm a member of or we've got going. And so it's a clean way to do it. I like it because I don't have to go into Facebook per se, but I can just go into the groups app and kind of keep tabs and everything. So again, that's why I use it because it's honestly probably the best way to handle that. So there you go. Those are my top five tools that we use for social media, plus a couple other ones I've thrown in there that I think you should check out as well. If you've got a question for me, head over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. Or you can direct message me on Twitter. I'm at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R. Or you can use the hashtag AskDaryl. If you want to subscribe, we're on iTunes. If you're one of my friends who use Android, we're also on Stitcher. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.